0: show listeners this is sam dillon your tome editor and the dm of the DD brief podcast DD brief is now going to be hosted on the tome show network to find back episodes search under the actual play tab at thetomeshow.com as always thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy the show Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in I am DM Samuel and I am running D&D Brief D&D Game this evening And I'm here with my wonderful, awesome players uh, Let's start with Nina tonight Introduce yourself and say what character you're playing, please
1: uh, Hi, my name is Nina and I'm playing Emren Nesha, who is a storm cleric And Karu Hi, I'm Karu and I am playing Marcel Petit I am a storm sorcerer Lutrinian and David
2: I play Axley Tilling Quest uh, Halfling Bard
0: and last but not least Matt
3: I'm Matt I'm playing Konos Lindaf, the CLF Warlock
0: all right okay uh, it is going to be difficult to do a quick recap of last week's <laughs> session but who wants to attempt it
1: the important part is that no duel happened
2: uh, <laughs> that's true not even with a dog
1: Someday I will, yeah, not even with a dog. Someday I will, uh, I will be forced to do all shark face.
0: <laughs>
2: we can't put it off forever.
0: <laughs> Someday we'll run out of ways to put it off. It might be today that is uh, the day, but it remains it's to be seen, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we did We did a lot of talking last session, and then prepping ourselves for battle, and then no battle <laughs> happened. <Yeah. laughs> what did happen? We went into the Temple of the Mud, and Konos was able to free the dog that was bound to the coral altar and it got absorbed into his uh, magical trident. And he recovered his connection to the trident and his <laughs> patron.
2: He sucked it into his uh, coral pokeball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we also found like, a, the, 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 after the dog disappeared, the coral altar uh, revealed that it had a bunch of diamond in it. Enough to revive someone who was dead.
0: Oh, is that 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 must
1: yeah. have happened
0: off camera? I <laughs> don't remember. Where is that? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: and there was a bowl with a uh, bunch of jewels on it, worth maybe about a thousand gold, and
0: yep. nice uh, Right, <laughs> Yes, yeah, uh-huh. that's what happened. Uh, right. Yes, I, I, I remember all of that uh, in some sort of weird fever dream. Um, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ni- Nice try.
3: <laughs> uh, we learned how the book of proofs works a bit. Oh, was, if you write, fun. if you write a question or a statement, and it will essentially go to great lengths to prove or disprove whether the statement is true or not.
1: Yeah, I had a shower thought about that. That's going to be real interesting for our today's session.
0: <laughs> I like that term. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: So yeah, we tested that out. Uh, Blacksley, uh, I guess took it on himself to go, well, I think we sort of tricked him into go going to take a hike around the island for a while. We sort of sorted out our battle plans and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm. Learned that ravens are two feet from tip to tail. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emeryn also got a lore dump from her mom about the white axiom. Um which is essentially a belief that knowing the p- truth of the sinking might destroy the common plateau or maybe reverse the sinking or something like that. Not really sure. And then Emron mm-hmm. also found out that um, Trast and Finn was under attack by goblins and crabs. So a lot of people left on a ship and they were in a storm. Last we checked, that all happened. I think that's most of what I have in my notes. We also discovered that while our maps seem to be correct in terms of of of, of uh, where everything is, the distance has grown exponentially since the map was made. So instead of what was it four four miles, it is now like twenty four miles per hex. Yeah, um, and that we now have a theory that everything is just drifting apart. And uh, you wrote
0: a statement in. In the book of proofs, and the statement was Larrilak is responsible for the sinking. And what did the book of proofs tell you? False. False.
1: And it yeah. said it was written by uh, Bolam instead of
0: Condos. Instead of me, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's right. Oh, didn't didn't we write a second one in the book?
0: But wait, yeah. what did? But what was the book's answer to that question? False. And it, it was false. Oh. Yeah, and right. it what it did sign bolum's name
1: yeah. yeah and then and then uh marcel
0: was all well
1: i could have told you that was false yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh and then marcel wrote mortals can reverse the sinking oh, that's right and mm-hmm. you did you did not look in the book to get an answer yet because right. you decided to go to the temple because it seemed like it was going to take a long time yeah When you got to the temple, what happened? A whole bunch Mm. of nothing.
3: (laughs) Well, it was basically the... We went back to the incubator room, and we found... The incubation room, we found it was basically all frozen over. Uh, And then when I used dispel magic on the coral altar, yeah, like like I said, it kind of reverted back into being a dog-like creature and then just absorbed it into my trident. And one of the shamans was basically telling... Kono's—he was—he's completing the coral, and I think that's kind of where we left off.
0: Mm-hmm. And you learned something from Bolam.
3: Yeah, he was expect—is that he was expecting to sort of be reawakened, I guess, in a different time or time period or something. So his—it's notion of having to fight these creatures may—may may be off,
0: a bit.
1: And then we realized we had already destroyed one of them.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, and—and and that's where we ended. So, what do you want to do now? <laughs> you are now in the, the incubation chamber in the lower levels of the Temple of Mud, the Palace of Mud. and um, Everything is the, unfreezing itself, isn't it? Everything yeah. is unfreezing itself. And that, that mud used to be a boiling mud puddle, boiling mud pit. And apparently that was the way it was supposed to be. So the fact that it's n- the opposite of that, might be problematic for the Hakka as well.
1: But does it seem like everything is like defrosting quickly? Like it, mm. it looks like it'll probably go back to normal.
0: Probably. I mean, it's, it's hard, hard to, to tell. It, yeah, it's hard to tell how fast, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I think we've done what we can for the Hakka, considering we're taking all of their young ish people. I don't know how useful that this place <laughs> is going to be, but. Um, At least we dealt with the dog. I guess you didn't need me after all. Um, (laughs) Way of putting it. Could have needed me, but you know. So I'm
3: I'm glad you all were here because I had no idea what what was going to happen.
1: Yeah.
4: I was expecting. uh, (laughs) I was
3: expecting another fight or maybe something worse.
1: Yeah. Does that mean you we have you want to now find all the other ones and release them like that?
3: Uh, it seems that's what. Yeah, it seems that's the direction I have to go at some point.
1: Didn't we think that there was like one on each of the planes, or was that?
3: Well, kind we know of like
1: a theory that there was like one on each plane.
3: Could have been. I mean, I know there was. Yeah, that was from a while ago. We had that. We know there's at least one more in uh, the cathedral sure. back in Darkport
1: yeah. well we destroyed one of the ones that was in Darkport the, 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 the one that attacked us mm-hmm. we had seen another statue mm-hmm. there but it didn't come to life but now we don't know if that's just because it was a statue or just because it wasn't activated
0: the idea of there being multiple ones came from the actual ritual words
1: Mm-hmm. didn't That's Bolum it. also mention that there were
0: yes Bolam said there were multiple
1: yeah. yeah.
3: I think there's either 8 or 9 total altogether.
1: Mm-hmm. and we saw the big guy mm-hmm. is the big guy your patron
3: I don't know
1: does Laralek work for your patron <laughs>
3: I hope not because <laughs> that would make things really weird
1: I don't think. I mean, okay. Um, well, if we're done here, I suppose we can go back out to the beach. Oh, we brought the curiosity with us. Mm-hmm. We did. That's right.
0: <laughs> Invisible but loud. Yeah.
3: I'm. I. I think my business here is concluded.
1: Yeah. I feel like we should do a checkup run on this in a couple of. Days? I mean, aren't or we leaving somewhere. for Calport once yeah. the whole shark face? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think
2: we need to get to Calport quickly. I'll
1: have someone uh, else check up on it. You wanted to check up on your dad and the refugees from Yeah, I might hold off until after we talk to people to make sure we're not fighting. Once once you do it m- might be interesting to ask some of the Hawka to like spread out and try to find that ship. Maybe mm, that's true. Guide them to us so that we right. can fleet it back uh, to Kelport.
3: Yeah, That's
1: probably smart. I
3: mean, have we, yeah, I was thinking, have we mapped out kind of where, where we've been taken to or the direction we've come? Because if we have, you have sending, so do I. So we mm-hmm. could, one of us could contact somebody on that ship. Say, you know, basically sail in this direction for this many days, and you'll come to
1: come to an, a safe island. I think one of the people pointed at the map to where we were. Mm-hmm. So I think we have a general idea. It's relaying the information to someone who might not know where they are, because if their maps are outdated, and they were caught in the storm, so they yeah. have no idea where they yeah. are. So, I think I like Marcel's idea of just sending a couple Haka ships out to look for um, the ships. To be fair, they may be in the area where we were after the, the storm oh. that we were in. <laughs> Seems pretty common to be caught in a storm right after leaving.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be an area that's just prone to storms. I mean, that can happen. So, so,
3: so I think about six days have. Passed since the since the storm drove us here, give or take
1: six days. Feels like six months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to contact them now, or do we wait? Six days, um, but uh, I mean, you don't know how long you were in Darkport, really. Yeah. Well, we do. Well we do know that it was like two days
1: in the common plateau that had passed while we were in Darkport Cause we asked the Hawk about it. Right. That's right. Though for us, it felt like two hours.
2: <laughs> Maybe we could do something like we could use that, that, ro- that locator rod that points to whatever you want to find. Oh. If, if we, if we use it at night and we get a bearing to some stars, Then, if you can communicate to them, they look for the same stars. They they won't know where along the line they are, but they'll know the bearing to follow to go back to get the
1: island. If they reverse, that's a brilliant idea. Let's do that. What? Wait, what was that? Use the finder rod to Hmm. figure out what direction they're in. Then, kind of look at maybe gauge some stars if they're they're out and. tell them like hey head towards this constellation or like yeah. just a general direction of like where they're at and kind of communicate back and forth for a minute because if and i have
2: navigation can probably do a better job of identifying which stars are which and being able to communicate
1: it yeah that's a great I have idea. a couple of spell slots i can burn on sending if we need to relay a couple of messages and i know kono said he had one so yeah that's a good idea but again, I think I'm gonna hold off just to save some spells in case we end up needing them. I have no Probably idea. Probably won't need spells till tomorrow. Tomorrow, but duel is gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, negotiations can turn sour fast, though occasionally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we are dealing with pirates.
3: Well, I mean, the, the duel is not tomorrow. Tomorrow is when the seconds are, are getting together to hammer out no, what that's the, the day. terms are. Honestly. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, you're right, you're right. In the
1: evening, and then tomorrow will be the duel.
3: You're right. Sorry, I'm forgetting what day it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we already skipped a day, so today is the day we were gonna deal with the dog, and then in the evening we were gonna have the seconds uh, lay out the rules for the duel. Okay. So we should be figuring out what we want to do for that, and what stuff we want to try and get them to agree on. Say we make our way back to the Curiosity and walk and talk. Yeah. I don't think we have anything else we can do in the temple. It's as safe as it's going to get for the Hawka right now. Whether the mud pool goes back to boiling or not is something that's not really under our control because we're a bunch of not-fire users.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is the opposite of my other campaign. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to make your way back to the Curiosity? Yep. And, um, and then you're going to go back to the ship, is that the idea? Or are you going to go to the Haka village?
1: I'd say maybe start at the Haka village, just so, I mean, they probably know we have the Curiosity, which reminds me, we may want to make sure that as part of the dual thing is that he, win or lose, they, win or lose, they leave you guys alone and the ship and all the contents of it and that they will not try to take back anything else besides the sword. I mean when supposedly we're fine lose I think we're just attacking them. <laughs> I don't feel like losing. I don't feel like like losing is an option at this point. Like even if we have to like intervene, we're not going to let Marcel die and even if that means fighting the pirates okay. we'll deal with that when it comes so like i mean i guess we can put it in the deal but i feel help? like going into a duel where you're not going to follow the duel's results I mean like that doesn't that would make the duel like not worth doing in the beginning like if we're gonna accept the duel, if we're gonna if we're gonna have the duel, we should accept the terms and we should accept the outcomes as well, because or else we just forego the duel and attack them to begin with. If we have a shot of you winning, well, and not even having to attack the ship,
4: yeah, and getting
1: out. I'm just going under the assumption that if both parties think that if they lose, they're going to attack, then what's the point of having a duel in the first place? And that's that's valid. They may have
2: the exact same perspective. So if we win the duel, we may get attacked.
1: Yes, and we probably have to take that into consideration. Now, we are under the assumption, we are working under the assumption that uh, Sharkface is an honorable pirate and will not do that. But, and the problem is, And the reason we're trying to do the duel and not attack them outright is because they have a fleet. If you guys attack them, if I lose, you put the Haka and yourselves in danger of the rest of his fleet.
2: What if we use the Book of Proofs to ask the question that if Shark Face loses the duel, will he attack us?
1: We could. Do you really want to use the Book of Proofs for that? Oh, idea. (laughs) Because apparently we each get one statement. We get one shot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I already made mine, so we have what you two
0: left.
2: What if we ask, the question is Marcel's going to win the duel. And if the answer is no, then we just
0: attack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you can't, you don't, you, you. We have to make yeah. sure to word it as a statement, right? It's not yeah. a question.
1: Yeah. Marcel wins the duel.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's still easy to do. <laughs> I'm,
3: there's still so many variables that could go into that. I mean, who knows how we manipulate that?
1: Yeah. I guess we just make sure Marcel wins. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I and mean, the big thing is, and this is what I've thought about, is that, okay, it has all this, like, mumbo-jumbo of how it gets to the fact that the statement is false or true, correct? hmm mm-hmm. Which means that in all that mumbo-jumbo is the way that if something is true, how it becomes true. Mm -hmm. Which means, for example, in my question, if it says that the mortals can undo the sinking, then it includes the way to undo the sinking. Mm -hmm.
2: If we can decipher it.
1: Yeah. The trick there is deciphering it. But we might not want to close the book <laughs> if the answer is yes the right because it, it, instructions of how to do it
3: And it erases everything it writes afterwards.
1: Yeah. And that goes as well for like yeah if we put I win the duel tomorrow and it says true, then the book is outlining exactly what has to happen for that to be true. problem is I don't think any of us are very smart. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Is Tadius' person alive? I don't remember. Yeah, he, I would bet he would be able to decipher it, but I don't know if he's alive. I mean, Tadius might be able to decipher it.
2: Oh, was it like some gnome? He Didn't he work for some gnome or something? Yeah, I think so. Okay, kind of wizard.
0: Yeah, roll a history check if you want to know about that.
1: Gnome
0: wizard. Uh, yeah, gnome wizard. There
2: was an
0: airship. I have my okay, history. I get a plus. That's a uh, fifteen. Fifteen total.
2: No, that's my roll. Oh. So history. I have a plus two, and then I think I get a, a additional plus two for if it's if it's like known history. That no, well-known history or something?
0: Yes, it doesn't happen to be well-known. But oh, okay. I will give you the extra plus two since uh, Tadius, Tadius talked to you about it anyway. Yeah, So uh, Tafetis is a f- relatively famous gnome who um, was an inventor and also a master of arcane magic. And he actually founded one of the great magic academies uh, in the distant ancient past. And that was called the Havel Arcana. Hmm. The Havel Arcana. So uh, that's supposedly Tadeus is, that was over 700 years ago, minimum. So supposedly Tadeus is more than 700 years old.
2: And how long do gnomes live? The so
0: seven's pushing it.
1: Yeah, I think there's like two to three hundred for gnomes.
0: Two hundred years in this setting.
1: Okay. And the sinking happened fifty years ago.
0: Right now, there is, there is also a, a note. Um, Long
1: before my time. <laughs>
0: here's what it, here's what it says in the setting guide, and so whatever's in the setting guide is common knowledge, so you would all sort of know this says the reported lifespan of a gnome in Ruberin is 200 years. Rumors abound that they actually live twice as long, though this is yet to be fully accepted because once a gnome hits the 200-year mark, they sequester themselves away from society and are not heard from again. As a result, it is extremely rare and almost unheard of for regular folk to see an old gnome some people believe it is the gnomes' innate magical abilities that prolong their life, and some believe that gnomes made a deal with demons to prolong their life. And some say the rumors are just that um, unsubstantiated gossip. So,
2: so he would have to use some kind of magic to still be al- alive,
0: which
1: is possible. Giving Tadius is a goat, and he's able to talk, and is seven hundred <laughs>
0: years old. Yeah, yeah. and li- and lives in a metal rod, and lives yeah. in a metal rod,
1: and is eternally hungry. Yeah. Though that might be normal for goats. <laughs> <laughs> but we could have Taddias look at it and see what he thinks. Could because yeah, I think I think of the party maybe Axley is the most intelligent. I think it's me. I don't think we're, we're 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 we may be a slightly above average in intelligence party, <laughs> group. But, um,
4: <laughs>
1: we don't have any wizards with us, so
2: yeah, I know my main trait's not intelligence.
1: Yeah, I am only slightly above average in intelligence, so. Yeah, maybe we should talk to Taddeus about that. But Tadius again. he's
3: smart, but he's also impatient.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: use the, to use the. to kind of role play out the whole intelligence versus wisdom stats. Maybe Taddeus has advice on
4: dueling
1: i I think the dueling thing happened after the sinking, though, so it's it's a relatively modern practice. I'm not sure we have any more rations or food to offer him either.
2: I'm sure, we could get something from the haka.
1: <laughs> yeah, something
2: better than a ration to entice him with. I think like, he might have some make- good advice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just I'm make sure the haka make think- another uh, feast, and then have him come out. All right. So, what are you doing? Well, we make our way back to the village at least for now. Pick up Blacksley and the shaman outside of the temple because I think we sent them out. Oh, uh, they were behind us. Because okay. they wanted—they were watching what was happening down in the incubation chamber. Hmm. But yeah, we'll make our way back to the village and then figure out our next step. Do we want to open the book and see if it's done with ah. its calculations? Yeah, check it. And we can ask, like, before closing the book again, we can um, call out Tadius, see what he thinks of it. I would, uh, yeah. Does anybody have food? It's gonna be grumpy. <laughs> find find someone, uh, ask the shaman uh, if if he can help us procure some food for a very hungry animal. Yes. Okay. I, I, I asked the shaman if if there's any possible way we could
0: prepare a large meal for the goat. <laughs> uh, get back. I'm sure that the haka would be happy to prepare a feast for all of you. I mean, I am
1: getting the haka of food. Good, <laughs> I mean, we did eat last time, it was yeah.
0: yeah we had a couple meals, man. yeah. Okay, it's so- very um, it's it's filled with uh you know fruits and vegetables and grains but no meat. Perfect Perfect for a goat.
1: Oh, all right. So we'll wait till the the feast is, is ready. I mean, it's about <laughs> I mean, lunchtime, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we much. could we could bribe <laughs> the goat and be like, you know, if you can't really give us an answer, you might not get to I don't to think eat. that's necessary with Tarius. I mean, this, I know it's really helpful, <laughs> but also so, Torment, uh, it is kind of fun.
0: <laughs> so where the book is on the ship though, right? Um, we were carrying it on the curiosity, I
1: think. I think we had it on the curiosity, yeah. Because oh, we you? wrote okay. yeah. on the way
0: here. Yeah, we wrote on So you can actually see the answer then to the last question that you asked, which yeah. was uh, mortals can reverse the sinking. Hmm?
2: Can. Wow.
0: That's well, no, that's, that, that was the statement, right? That's so you question. haven't read the book yet. Yeah, yeah we haven't grabbed yeah.
1: the book. Oh, yet.
2: you're you're stating the question again.
0: That's I'm the stating answer. the question. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> the, the,
1: the state, the, that's the statement that's, we that's put the down. Statement, that's not yes. the answer. <laughs>
4: <Right>. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, let's 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 look at the book.
2: <laughs> the answer is hazy. Ask again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it has multiple pages of writing of uh, equations and calculations and, you know, symbols and, and all sorts of different things. Uh, and at the end, it says, this statement is true. Ooh.
1: What's the name that it's signed as? That's signed in?
0: It is signed in as Florimond Manier Lathier.
1: Who is that? Marcel, so do you know that name? Uh, who's that? Do I know that name?
0: Do you guys know the name? <laughs> do I know that name? Do I? Marcel knows who that is.
1: Is that the name of my cat? No,
0: it is the name of okay. uh, the last clan leader, royal family of all the Lutrinians.
1: So before they stopped worrying about like royalty that was the last one yep man and i thought it was going to say amari
0: mm. well that is a direct bloodline
1: hmm well that kind of com- kind of sort of confirms what we already knew about the sword it's weird the, though that this book just randomly decides to put some other name instead of your name like sure this dude is the last Royalty known to the Latrinians, but apparently I'm now one of them. So why isn't it showing my name? Could it be
2: that that maybe you're a descendant of that lineage, and and therefore you have the name of the similar, if not the same name, like the third, the fourth, the fifth?
1: But I mean, it doesn't. I don't even have the last name of this guy. Like, there's been enough, you know, family tree dispersion that I am not a Lathew.
2: I mean, what's your background? Do you know if you do you think you don't come from royalty? Do you think you have a humble humble origin, a humble beginning?
1: I mean, the thing is we haven't really worried about royalty in generations. So just from one random family. But so I'll tell us your life story. <laughs> but I I I'm not exactly like, I don't know, some orphan that doesn't know where I come no I'm not a family. I just, <laughs> I just ran off to adventure because it's more fun than <laughs> Do
2: you have any daddy issues?
1: <laughs> no, no daddy issues. <laughs> but I mean my my theor- my one theory that I've got floating is that maybe enough like intermarrying thing has happened that like maybe what if every single Luthorian already has a, a enough like links to the royal bloodline that any lutrinian could use the sword it's an option at the very least anyone in my family probably could so it's not like I am the king now and I will go back and rule my people that sounds stupid um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not how the Lutrinian societies are set up anymore
1: yeah that's is, why that's why for, yeah. for Marcel is like yeah that's just just not gonna happen <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: in fact you know you you suspect that the whole reason why your captain was wearing the sword or whatever it's just a symbol of you know it's an artifact of history uh, of yeah. historical importance for the for the clan but it's not not as, far as as far as you know yeah, yeah it's not, it's not
1: I, I i never saw the sword dance in his hand so it's also possible that mm-hmm. it either he wasn't using the magic of the sword or he couldn't and he was just using it as a this is a pretty sword that has been passed yeah. down through family or whatever, because it's still a Latrinian important Lutrinian sword. Even if you can't use the magic, it's still a okay. thing of status.
3: Yeah. he might not have known anything about it. Well, we've got our, we've got our answer as far as our question.
1: Yeah. Do we do want, we want
3: to... Tadius to take a look at this now? Or...
1: Can we try making heads or tails of like the content of the pages and pages of stuff? Like, how much would that take? The rest of the evening, or like days? Um, I
2: recall it was like super cryptic. It was like learning algebra, like equations.
1: Yeah.
3: My worry is that I mean, my worry is that it's going to just erase itself before we really have a chance to dive into it, or or somebody does. So.
1: Uh, I was going to say, I I, I'm assuming we're in the curiosity at this point. Yeah, we kept the book inside the curiosity. I'm gonna sit down and start transcribing at least like as much as I can in the short trip back into my journal. As actually, I don't have my as journal.
0: You. Oh, that's right. Your your mom has it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rayla has your journal. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it takes. It's probably going to take about at least an hour per page. Um. Just to sort of transcribe it and try to make sense of what the symbols are. So, if you're talking about a 23-page hmm. proof, you're you're talking about several days' work over, overall, all told.
1: Do we still want to do it, or do we just want to have Tadius look at it and see what he can, if he can, make heads or tails of it? Do we get Tadius out and then decide if we need to take that much time studying this book? Mhm. Okay. Who had the rod? I think that was Axley.
0: Axley did. So, what, is this the question you want him to evaluate?
1: Yeah. I would like call on okay. him later. You what? <laughs> I call on him later for another yeah. question. I might call on him later. knowing knowing how how the sinking is undone by mortals. Um yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good knowledge to have. Um yeah. I mean, I I guess I kind of, if the Acolytes are correct in assuming that finding out the truth about the sinking reverses the sinking, then yeah, it's it's true. Right, but we didn't know that until the book said so.
2: Yeah, I mean, now we know if it's worth pursuing or not.
1: Yeah, but if the book says that it can be done, there are 24 pages worth of how it got to that conclusion, which may include how to undo the sinking or at least hints to it. I mean, I'm not exactly just because of the complexity. I don't think we're going to get a like step one, do this step two, <laughs> yeah,
2: no. straight.
4: Like,
1: yeah. No, we don't get. even
2: know where to, I mean, may, but maybe th- maybe Tadius can at least tell us maybe where we're best searching to try to find the, the start of this thing, this answer. Yeah, Cause we don't even know at this point, like where to seek out the answer to the question.
1: The other thing is, We also don't know if reversing the sinking will do more good than bad, or more bad than good. I mean, that's a fair point, but I don't know. Well, shall we see what Taddeus thinks of this first? Yeah, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. But just something to keep in mind, reversing the sinking might not be the best course of action. Yeah. According to what my mom is saying, because she's not... If, hugely into it anymore. how old are the 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 maps we got are they like within like ten years
0: old 20 fifty the map that you have of this region came from the company of the eastern sun mm-hmm. and that is their most current map which which is what
1: 10? uh
0: probably probably ten maybe five ten years okay um, you know they, their agents, when they travel back and forth to the different offices, they'll update maps if they have an update. So, in the last five to ten years, things have gone from
1: being four feet apart to being twenty-four feet apart. And I am using feet instead of miles, but it doesn't matter. the yeah. the, the difference is pretty big. Give it another five years, and what it's going to yeah. be? Is this exponential?
0: Is it is it multiplicative? Is it? Like our- well, and and what's one thing you know about this world? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't haven't thought about it. Let me let me point it out to you. There's a lot of water. <laughs> There's a lot of water. Yes, I think you know that part. <laughs> it's covered by water. Like, uh, that
3: that's a, lo- that's a that's an awful lot of continental drift going on. Eventually, stuff just going to run into each other.
0: It's
4: flat.
2: It is flat.
4: It has edges.
2: Oh no, it has edges. So there, so it's gonna, oh, no. the islands are getting pushed towards the edges. Is that what you're saying? Where there are these barriers and oh, there's they're surrounded by barriers. Oh, shit. yeah. Oh, boy, that's
1: oh no, that's a problem. So if the say Calport gets pushed into the edge, then
3: yes, because isn't one of the, isn't one of them just like a waterfall of acid or something like that?
0: So maybe undoing the sinking is a good thing. <laughs> There are four barriers. One of them is called the Acid Veil. One of them is called the Cliffs. One of them is called the Doldrums. And one of them is called Worldfall. Yeah. Which is a giant waterfall.
1: Yeah, I forgot.
2: Where everybody on the
1: island goes,
4: Whoa. Uh, Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so if everything is getting shoved from the center of this plateau to the edges, then everyone's yeah. fucked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 I have another another idea. What if the area that we hit a bunch of storms is always a storm and that's where the center is? Would that correlate? I mean that, I'm just it, that out there I have no valid. Idea that's true, but <laughs> what if it's all just like spinning and just expanding? Yeah. Didn't we know that there was, like, areas where, like, yeah, you you basically get pulled into and
0: you're fucked? Like, Whirlpool? Yes. In fact, if you look at the map that is posted on Discord, I will show it to anybody watching here. This is the region. The gray areas on that map are the unknown areas where they have not been mapped recently. Mm-hmm. The... um. The, the, if you look down in the sort of lower third portion and you see there's a dark blue spot with two sort of symbols, that's a set of double whirlpools that are spinning around each other mm. that suck in that's anything so that goes cool. near them. That's that's what the Hakka told you. Uh, that is south of where you are right yeah, now. Yeah, we're on the islands just north of it, aren't we? Yeah, somewhere around there—not necessarily that particular set of islands, but basically yeah. yes.
2: And I think didn't we kind of kind of figure out that the way that the sinking happened was? Are we surmise it's because those ladders or gates were opened up from the from the water plateau, the blue plateau, and it flooded this area? So maybe it means under those whirlpools there are gates that are open that are actually draining it to somewhere else.
1: I was gonna say because then it would be pulling then it, it would be in. Shrinking. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for the whirlpools to be sucking in everything unless they're pulling uh, like releasing it elsewhere, but mm-hmm. the only way to know of that is like letting it pull you in and honestly, mm-hmm. I think you don't have a better show
0: works Wow, I found I found something that that Haru wants to do.
1: <laughs> less <laughs> less than, than dual dual do our- shark face. <laughs> I mean, that said, if you wanted to survive something like that, we definitely have the means to do so and I just like look around us because I assume we're still inside the Curiosity (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. If
1: anything's going to survive a whirlpool, it's going to be the Curiosity I don't think that's necessarily a great idea though (laughs) One step at a time, let's get (laughs) Tanius out and talk to him and see what's up I'm going to climb onto the roof
0: It's getting crowded in there (laughs) Are you bringing him out outside or in, in the curiosity itself?
1: I'm going to keep the book open and kind of climb out, hand the book to Marcel and feel like we should pile out. Okay. So we'll bring the book out to uh, just beside the curiosity. So
0: you're all touching the book now? Good God. We have not touched Oh, we the book. haven't. Yeah. You haven't touched the book haven't. so far. Nobody has touched mm, the book. Yeah. You've used mm-hmm. Mage Hand Mage every hand. time. Can
1: Mage Hand keep it open? It. How heavy is the book? Can Mage Hand just carry it? It might close, though.
0: It's Yeah, it would close.
1: That's just most of us get out of the curiosity so there's space for Tadius inside. (laughs) I'll
0: step
3: out and give him room. That's fine.
1: (laughs) Tadius can climb out afterwards if he wants his meal. He'll probably smell it by then. Okay,
0: who's gonna call him? Because it has a
1: hatch. You can just leave the hatch open, and we can be on top and looking yeah. in.
2: we can have we can set up the feast around the curiosity right outside. It's a buffet line. <laughs> Luau.
1: All right, actually, bring bring Tadius out.
2: <laughs> okay. Do so we want to eat first, or do we want to ask the questions ask
1: first? Questions first. I don't think it's ready yet. I think.
2: So we want him to see the food. So we should do it, like, right outside well, the Curiosity, where the food is. Well, in no,
1: we just summon him inside the Curiosity, let him see the book we need help with, and then, like, if he mentions food, we go, like, yeah, we're preparing food. It'll be ready right as soon as you're done Yeah, yeah when you're book. done
3: with that, you, <laughs> dinner's dinner will be ready. <laughs> or lunch will be ready.
2: Okay. Alright. Sounds good. Alright, when we're ready, I'll pop the cork.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Toddyus flies out of the end of the of the uh rod and does not hit the wall of the curiosity because he learned his lesson last time. Uh and looks around and says, Wow, that was quite fast compared to last time. Have you refilled the the pantry with food? We missed you. Oh, I missed you too, sir Axley. <laughs> That's so nice to hear.
1: We have food for you, but we need help first. It's The food is, like, being prepared, so it, it's not ready yet, but once we're finished with this, we can go eat,
0: but there is...
2: And wait till you see it. What a feast it yeah. will be.
0: Oh, his eyebrow kind of goes up. Oh, that sounds like a wonderful plan. What is it that you need advice about? Just wave at the book. We found this. hmm he looks at it. He says, and?
1: And we want some help understanding the 24 pages of mumbo jumbo on it. Where?
2: It appears to be a magical tome in which you can ask it a question, and then it will answer in a, in a proof whether the question is correct or false.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Book of proofs? Uh, the book of proofs. The what? The, is that what it's called? The book of proofs? The Book of Proofs. I haven't seen this in ages. Very good. Where did you find it? Darkport. Oh, Mm, that smelly place we were at last time. (laughs) Yeah, the food wasn't very good there, I remember. Yeah. But you can see the pages,
1: right? We asked it a thing, and it's got like pages and pages of of proof. Hmm,
0: no. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't see pay. I don't see any pages. I just see the binding, but it's open. Yeah, I see the open binding. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, because because some of us were uh, Didn't we think like, it was a illusionary because when I because like when I actually looked at it with the monocle, it was only a binding or something like that.
1: Oh, yep. he has like uh, Tadis. Do you have tr- like you can see things that are like l- illusions, and you can see them for what they really are? Oh yes,
0: great! I thought you knew. It's why I have these weird <laughs> upturned pupils. You see, and he gets real close, and he <laughs> opens his eye. He like puts his puts his uh, his hoof up to his <laughs> eyes and look. <laughs> and you see vertical iris. Yeah.
1: Don't they have square irises too?
0: Mm. The pupils are square, yeah.
1: Uh This
0: helps me see.
1: Hmm. Well that that's too bad. That means we'd have to like transcribe what we see because we see the actual magic going on in the book.
2: Okay, well let's start at least by relaying to him the question.
0: I just see the stars. The what do you see stars actually? The, s- the stars in there. In where? In there. What the book. stars do you see? Star. What? Good. Oh, you know, the stars of the ethereal plane. Fascinating. We just see a book. I see a book too. It's a binding.
3: Right, but why do. What kind of magic would make some people see a book with pages in it and other people see just an empty
1: binding?
0: Oh, well, the pages are on their own plateau of existence.
1: I am definitely not smart enough to
0: process this. Um,
2: <laughs> that being the ethereal thing. Um. They're on
0: they're they're on they're on a, a demiplane, plane if you will. Almost as if you hid them in a in a, a bag of holding or something, you know, they are they are trapped there or or Maybe not trapped is not the right word, but you understand what I mean. I I can see that they are uh, on their own in the ethereum and and not here. Whereas for you, they manifest as here because you cannot see the ethereal plane, the plane of stars, the, the plateau of astral beings.
1: Can you make your
0: eyes do the normal thing? Can I what now? Can Can you see like we see? No, unfortunately. No. Okay.
3: Why would anyone even, even make a book that works that way?
0: Well, I would assume that the power required to answer the questions you write in there are in the plateau that has all of that energy, I suppose. The plane right. of stars is a very powerful place. I mean, if you wanted to make a book that never ran out of pages, that's the way to do it. Mm. Yes. That does sound. That does sound very smart.
1: Okay, so the the, the statement we put in there was, mortals can undo the sinking. Stay away from the mic hat. This is a true statement, which
0: means mortals can undo the sinking. All right, that sounds good. I'm happy to hear that. That's what I thought too. (laughs) We need to know how. Oh
3: yes. Do you have any advice on how to undo the sinking?
0: Why don't you read the book? (laughs) <laughs> because I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You yes. need someone that can read the book.
1: Yes. Ah. We were hoping you could, but apparently you can't.
3: Also, once someone reads it, the writing goes away.
0: Oh, well, that's weird. Mm. Why didn't you ask Blacksley?
2: <laughs> Why would we ask him?
0: Well, he could ask his patron to read the book for you. What?
3: What patron? Who who is Blacksley's patron?
0: Oh, he didn't tell you. Is
3: Blacksley, is Blacksley around for, for during this conversation?
0: <laughs> he happens to not be around. <laughs> How convenient. No, he
3: conveniently didn't. Funny thing, we never even knew he existed until actually here made that name up for a bunch right. of guards that were following us around in Darkport, and then when we got to the, back to the Curiosity suddenly there's here this, pers- this person this one is calling himself Blacksley chilling Quest. yes like he just appeared out of nowhere
0: that tracks yes mm mm-hmm. oh. so who is he well why don't you ask Axley he called him Axley? I
2: I called him you called him into existence by just making up the, by making up a name when. To pretend I'm someone else when the guards
0: confronted them, Well, I have no idea what the confluence of events were that made it work, but apparently it did. You thought him into existence. And he has a patron. Is that an effect of the... There must have been a confluence of events. And he kind of taps his his hooves on the ground. A confluence of events. (laughs) Right. And who's the patron? Is the sword with the skull still in the curiosity? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, I'm sure that Blacksley has a task to perform, and when you called him into existence, he's set off to perform that task, apparently.
1: Okay, you haven't answered the question, though. Who's Who's Blacksley's
0: patron? Well, judging by his appearance and what type of... Mm, person, although that might be the wrong word, what type of person he seems to be, um, I would say it must be the Raven Queen.
2: But he's not a raven.
0: (laughs) No, he's not a raven. That's true. No, that's the raven. That is also true! (laughs) It could be a book of proofs, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, So so Blacksley was sent by maybe the Raven Queen using Axley's little turn of the word to create him?
0: Something like that, yes.
2: Who Who is this Raven Queen? Like, what is she, what is her goal? Why would she do that? Why would she even have an interest in
1: it?
0: Well, that is something that I probably cannot answer. I mean, we kind
1: of know the Raven Queen involved because Laralac's lair was, like, in her cathedral.
2: So is she an ally of Laralac?
1: I don't, that's, that's, my concern i don't think so because don't we know that the raven queen is against undead and laralac has been like raising undead creatures yeah that's that's true so if anything she might have an interest in stopping him and getting him the fuck out of her temple
3: out of her world yeah
1: so i guess that begs the question why is he there in the first place maybe it's a source of power
0: hide where they'll never look
1: because her her followers
2: seemed pretty helpful. I mean, and like, and her her temple seemed like a pretty benevolent place.
0: Yeah, of course. And if you take care of your your wonderful temple, then you would expect no one that is evil going to fit in there and stay around and not be found out. It's the perfect hiding place for your Leralaka, who or whatever his name is. And to be fair, the Raven didn't look
1: too happy when they saw the, the 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 blue
0: goblins. And the door we came out of, like into the cathedral, was hidden. Okay, so that's positive. So, Imran, you want to roll a religion check for me? It's an eleven. It's not too bad. Um, you know, just from your own religious studies that. The Raven Queen is not usually thought of as a true deity by people who worship god goddesses like Goros and Fallow and and people like that. Um, but um, and you know that the Raven Queen is not evil, but there are rumors that. Even though she does not like undead, and that's not her goal, to create undead creatures and to bring people back to a lesser form of living. like Her goal is to assure the souls of the living to their proper resting place. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, though, sometimes when there is a task that needs to be done, she will create a revenant. To rise and complete that task. So it could be possible that Blacksley is some kind of a revenant
1: creature. What is revenant? What does that mean?
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
3: That's tied. That's tied mm-hmm. to us somehow.
0: A revenant traditionally is a uh, individual who has died, who was mortal, and their their mortal body has died, and their soul is not at rest necessarily. Um, It may be on its way to its final resting place, but it still has to perform one task before it can be released from its duties. So it technically is... It technically falls under the category of undead creatures, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not an undead, like a mindless evil undead. It has a task that... it it needs to perform. And yeah. once its task is done, it can yeah. be laid to rest. Interesting. It does not, it, it the, the reason it's different from a living person uh, is because that the revenant does not necessarily retain all of its memories. It retains a portion of whatever their memories were in life. And uh, they, they sort of are, uh, once they figure out what their task is, they will, go to complete their task and they become single-minded in completing the task.
1: Axley sure isn't single-minded, so yeah. he doesn't know his
0: question. If Axley thinks about it, if Axley thinks about it for a few minutes, he will realize that there have been about three different times where Blacksley has asked him, what's the task? What's my task? Mm. What's the goal? What's the task? Some mm-hmm. phraseology and similar to that. And no one ever answered him.
3: And there's one thing that Blacksley has been really wanting actually to do as well.
1: Grab the sword. Mm. So he he probably doesn't know what his task is if he's a revenant.
2: How are we supposed to know?
1: I mean, I can see two options there. You can give him a task and see if he takes to it.
2: Which that would be to help reverse the thinking, right?
1: Maybe. But... Or he has a task, he just hasn't found it yet. And when he does, then... That's an interesting... Does anyone have any nosh? (laughs) Well, they were preparing a feast outside. I'm not sure if they're done yet. Or if we're done yet.
0: (laughs) Thaddeus, what do you make of the cover of the book? What do you mean, what do I make of it? Like, it's not a normal book cover. It looks like human skin. I wouldn't expect a a book of this magnitude with this much knowledge to be a normal book. I don't remember it being like that, though, when it was created, so I'm not sure what happened to it in the in-between. So you do see human skin.
3: Is there a reason somebody would bind up a book like that, or are they just really creepy decorating style?
0: Well, I, I can't imagine anyone would derive pleasure from having the skin of sentient beings wrapping around that. But of course, uh, you folks use leather all the time. So I guess, I guess my thoughts are displaced.
1: That's fair. But what, did it, what, what did it look like before?
0: Oh, it was this really brilliant pretty blue. And it had some silver uh, threads through it. And it said proofs right on the front. And it had a really nice f- picture of its creator. Right on the front, with a very big bushy hair and and a very nice handlebar moustache. Do we know who created the book?
1: Of course we do. Well, I meant us. Uh, did did we f- know? Probably no. not. Okay,
0: so <laughs> I was going to say enlighten us, Todd. <laughs> yeah, is <Thaddeus. laughs> who who created the book? Well, of course it was two of the greatest arcane masters in existence, Tefatus, my my dear departed master, Tefaitis, and and his very good friend, Master Allegrae Hammond. Hmm. Interesting. Heard the name Hammond before?
2: I haven't heard it. It's a new one. Um, I don't think I've heard it.
0: I will direct you all to the faction section of the setting guide on page four, the Society of Arcane Protectors is the sister group to Anacleta Samantas. It is a society responsible for protecting gates and ladders and arcane knowledge on the Common Plateau only. It was founded by Master Allegray Hammond, headmaster of the Seminary of Saint Abdar, a well-respected and elite arcane school.
3: And someone who may still be alive.
0: Hmm.
1: I was going to say, Tadius, How did Tefatus die? You no, know he passed away. Well, I. I don't know. You're just assuming because of the amount of time
0: that's passed. Well, he went off. You know, that's what Gnomes do. They go off. Their hair turns odd colors, and their noses grow really large, and then they leave. It's very weird. I mean, my nose my nose grew really large, and my hair is very fluffy, but I don't go anywhere. I feel like has made a really bad deal with the devil, and is now in charge of all of what's happening. I feel like he's a big (gasps) man. Are you accusing my former master of being the creator of such horrors as this? I can't believe it. It's not impossible. (laughs) You've never liked me. You've never liked me since the very first time that that actually took me out of the rod. I think you're just trying to make fun of me and I shall leave now. But the feast I'm not even that. I just it's
1: conjecture. Wait,
0: she she didn't mean it. He taps his hooves on the floor of the of the curiosity and then he starts swirling and then he goes back into the room. Go. <sighs> and with that Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying uh, what we do so much. Um, even though we are a, a low combat game, uh, I hope that it's at least a little bit interesting uh, to everyone. And um, if you would like to support us, you can support us at patreon.com slash RPG Musings. Or if you'd like to send us a question, comment, suggestion, or if you just have some questions like, what the f- uh you can <laughs> email us at dndbrief at gmail dot com and I might actually answer I might answer you. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're all gonna email you that Disclaimer, <laughs> right now <laughs> i won't answer if you're my player and uh if you would like to uh support another really awesome channel you can support uh patreon.com midgardia that is caru's channel and uh, we play a bunch of games over there as well so uh everyone thank you very much and everyone says goodbye and waves. Bye. bye, bye.